The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Jesus said to his disciples, Peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you. Not as the world gives do I give it to you. Do not let your hearts be troubled or afraid. You heard me tell you, I am going away and I will come back to you. If you loved me, you would rejoice that I am going to the Father, for the Father is greater than I. And now I have told you this before it happens, so that when it happens, you may believe. I will no longer speak much with you, for the ruler of the world is coming. He has no power over me, but the world must know that I love the Father and that I do just as the Father has commanded me. The Gospel of the Lord. Brothers and sisters, one thing I want to point out is <laughs> that in the very beginning of that first reading, that they beat St. Paul so badly that they think that he's dead, right? They take him out of the city, and they think that he's died. And what does St. Paul do? He gets up, they go back into the city, they still preach the gospel, and they, and they encourage all of those people to persevere. Now, <laughs> What do you think a bloody, bruised, dusty St. Paul is telling everybody else to persevere? That gave people conviction of how the, these men were different. They were preaching something different than the world had to offer. And that's one of the things that's so amazing about this gospel. Many, many people throughout the history of the world will talk about peace. But peace that's divorced from Christ is just some sort of human idea. And that's what he says. He says, like, my peace I give to you, but not as the world gives it to you. It's something completely different. And so that's why we realize like all things are in Christ. Remember, one of the things that he's been preaching about in the Gospel of John, all leading up to this point, is this. There's no greater gift than to lay down your life for your friends, which Paul was obviously ready to do and eventually did do. And in that situation, no greater gift, he says, if you do what I command you, then you're my friends. Then you're in my, my company, right? He makes a very important qualification to that, that the friendship in Christ is, is something that is an integral part of doing the commands that he actually gives his people to do. If you're not doing his commands, you can't be linked to him, you know, in fact, that's what we know about our theology of the sacrament of penance, right? A mortal sin is something that cuts us off from the life of grace until we bring ourselves back into following the commandments of God, until we bring us, ourselves back into him. Then, then we can be repaired. So he's given us this, ver this vehicle to repair our relationship with him. As long as we are in him, we are truly in him. We have his grace walking alongside of us and changing us and helping us to persevere in our life. And so 
that message, that gospel of perseverance is so unbelievably important. We have to realize that no, no matter how bad we can get beaten by, by those of the world, that in Christ we inherit eternal life. That's what we're, we're gauged towards. That's what we're, we're oriented towards. And so that's, that's no small thing for us. We have to remind ourselves of that. And then the other thing he promises us that's important for us to remember, too, is he said, I won't speak with you much from this point on, like once he ascends into heaven. So a lot of people really lament the fact that Christ is not speaking to his people more. But we have to remember that he told us that that is the way that it's going to be until he comes again. Does he still communicate with some, of the, some great saints and mystics in the world? Yes, he does. Does he still communicate through the Holy Spirit to his church? Yes, he does. But not like he did when he was able to walk and talk with people in that way. And what does he say? Remember, when he says the ruler of the world, he's talking about the devil. That's why we can't link ourselves too heavily with any material existence, including people, including relationships, certainly material possessions. But if we fill ourselves up with those things, then we fill ourselves up with the ruler of the world. That's the one who actually rules us. But if we fill ourselves up again here at this table with our Lord Jesus Christ, then we become oriented to him. Because again, like I said, remember, the peace of the Lord is different than the peace of the world. And remember, the thing that's inside the heart of human beings is the Jesus-shaped hole, not a worldly-shaped hole. And like I said, every one of us have had the experience of trying to fill the Jesus-shaped hole with food or alcohol or relationships, whatever you would like to try to fill it with. But guess what? You're always like, I still feel empty. It's because you haven't filled the Jesus-shaped hole yet. Once the Jesus-shaped hole is filled, then the foundation is firm, and then other things can be actually built well upon that. But as long as that hole is empty, you know, and many of you know from some of your own family members, and it's really tough because they lament and they complain and they whine to you about all of these difficulties of their life, and you just look at them with your head cocked to the side and you're just like, I know you're not going to like the answer, but it's Jesus, <laughs> you know? And that's the thing, and we all know that. And it's very hard to look at people suffering and being like, I hate to tell you, but it, but it is Jesus. And, you know, I know you're going to reject me for that, but, you know, one day you'll come to that conclusion as well. It, it is Jesus. That's the thing that changes our life and orients us towards true peace and eternal life. God bless you all.